Yo, I remember Sunday mornings back in 1996 Right in front of the television, mama can't tell me shit Do the dishes, boy, rocket power on, let me skip Nah, never said that, I ain't crazy, let's reminisce Chubby boy trying to figure out life and play his part Voice on TV asking me if I'm afraid of the dark Nah, never was, help me grow into something proper Beating beats, got him screaming out, ah, I'm a real monster I got in the sports late, you never would see me dribble Mama gave birth to a genius, they calling it Didi Pickle I'm in Dexter's lab, trying to check out them death toys After that, chilling with Ralph, making fun of them head boys Pop's not around, I'm learning from Uncle Phil and Bill Cosby I get in the situation, they got me 25 Still awaiting my letter from Hogwarts Yo, this 90s kid is still like a child of some sort yeah. Hello and welcome to the Massive Mediocrity Podcast I'm your host, Max Kessering and I'm here with my brother, the co-host with the most, Fraser Kessel Rick. How are you? I'm doing well, man. Dude, freaking great day. It's a great beautiful day to, day be, a to be podcasting. Fan. Oh, yeah. beautiful. I love it. I love today. Yes. Mark, it, mark so, in your calendars, January 31st, 2019. The year the NBA became fun once again. <laughs> Once again, I mean, dude, the NBA is lit. Since, like, Let, yesterday is what I'm so saying. Much like, fun. Yesterday was fun. Today was fun. The next day is about to be fun. NBA is lit. The NBA is awesome. We got some great stuff going on. For those who don't know, the biggest news we have going on is Kristaps Porzingis was traded from the New York Knickerbockers to the Dallas Mavericks. Um Let's give you a little bit of a timeline, Fraze. You want to go through the timeline and then what actually happened in the trade? The timeline, I think, is one of the most bizarre <laughs> points of all this. Mm-hmm. So it gets put out through Woj, obviously, that Kristaps <laughs> is unhappy with the direction of the Knicks. He doesn't like the culture that's going on right now. And basically, he just expressed some concern about where the franchise is going and what he wants. And then roughly 45 minutes later... There was a there was a deal being finalized with the Mavs. And in between then, there was a few talks about, you know, I think Zach Lowe might have said something about a few teams who were interested. Like the Spurs, Anthony Davis or something. Anthony Davis, the Pelicans. There's a few things like that. Uh, but, you know, I was at work. So when the initial news dropped that he was upset, our resident uh, Knicks superfan or Przingis superfan, Charlie Welling, goes to our group chat and starts freaking out. So he's like, is this real? And I'm thinking, I didn't really type in, Max was the one who handled most of this, but I'm thinking like, you know, what are the, why would they move him really? He's coming off the knee injury. They're tanking right now. You know, it's fine. Nothing's going to happen. Max expressed similar feelings about the matter. Yeah, so what I expressed to him is they have all the control in the situation. If they didn't want to give up Porzingis, they didn't have to. They had its restricted rights, and when you're under contract from like your rookie contract, the teams have a ton of control. So that's what you really have to look mm-hmm. at. So, Yeah, so for people who don't really understand, when you sign your rookie deal, you, you're on a four-year contract, mm-hmm. right? Four-year. And it's then like, yeah. the then you become a restricted free agent, which means you have the rights to match any offer that mm-hmm. any team makes on that player. So yeah. you have essentially your rookie first round pick locked in 
for eight years. You I'm saw pretty it with sure KD. it's a it's a two plus two and then restricted. So it's it's a two year then a team option for two years and then mm-hmm. so like the teams have a lot of power in this. Yeah, for about the first eight years, they have yeah. a ton of power. About the first eight you years, you saw it with KD, yeah. you saw it with AD, you saw it with LeBron. Now you're seeing it. I mean, you see it all the time. It's, it's hard to get out of those contracts thing. after the yeah yeah. So I couldn't believe it when it happened. <laughs> I was freaking out because how did things escalate so quickly? So basically right after we had saw the report that he was unhappy, he immediately got traded to the Dallas Mavericks. So let's get some details before we talk about how we're feeling about it, what our senses are out there. Mm -hmm. Um, So it, it took a while to actually get the right details. A lot of different weird sources like NBA, Reddit, blah 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 like had a it it took a while to get the exact details but Woj finally tweeted about five hours ago uh which is the the premier source for any nba information uh it was christoph porzingis courtney lee and tim hardaway for wesley matthews dennis smith jr deandre jordan a 2021 unprotected first round pick and a 2023 protected first round one through 10. Uh, all those things were sent to New York in the deal. Wow. I mean, that's, that's a lot to that's take a lot in. Of stuff. It, it really is. It's kind of a lot for both teams. Mm-hmm. Um, the Mavs have never been a team to really build through the draft. Mark Cuban never. I mean, this Luca pick was their highest pick in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's kind of known for leveraging those draft picks for veteran guys, young guys. So I, I'm i still astonished at how quickly this all got done. And there was that no one was else? Thi- like, well, like. That's what my confusion is. Like, they like, it almost felt like no one else had a chance to trade for yeah. him. Yeah, they didn't even yeah, look and was, see what else was out there. I know you would have thought it's like, hey, Anthony Davis said he want to trade, and guess what? Like, they're shopping him around. They're figuring out what they're gonna get for him, and they might you know, wait till the this Lakers, summer. Apparently, the Lakers have some deals already on the table. Mm-hmm. One deal is Lonzo, Kuzma, Ingram, Zubats, and a pick. Right, let's, we got to get back to this. We got to get back to the... Okay, I'm just back. saying, like, yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah. you got to build... So, yeah. I, James Dolan, he must have not had a lot of time. Like, he, he had to be getting ready for a freaking concert or something. Or he's just like, whatever, whatever. Like, just get it done. Yeah. Um, So crazy. So... It, it happens so fast. Usually when they have these disagreements, it takes weeks for it to really happen. I'm, I'm assuming this has been going on for a while because like last summer and the summer before that, Kristaps has been disagreeing with the Knicks front office for years. Um, his brother, which I think well, is his agent, like had a big disagreement and they all like were having big problems with the Knicks organization. So I think this has been boiling up for a while. And it, it finally came to a head. But it doesn't mean you have to do anything. You have so much control, you don't have to do literally anything. I think his big issue was Phil Jackson. I think if you're the Knicks and he expresses, finger quotes, expresses 
anger, you know, with the way the thing is going. Give it a year. They're doing the best thing that they can is tanking. And not winning. I know that's not a great culture thing, but, you know, you got a shot. The Sixers are fine right now. Cam Reddish or, uh, you know, Zion, most who everyone wants. But you got a shot at Zion. So, like, let's say you get Zion and you're KP and you're like, oh, this is another young dude. Like, we can build with this. I mean, dude, if you're the Knicks, like, it seems like a panic play. And what it all boils down to in the end is they now have created two max spots that they can sign. So they can sign any two free agents in the offseason. Anyone. A lot of people are saying it's going to be Kyrie and KD. I don't know. I think My question I don't is trust else? the Knicks. Who else is on the team at that point? Like, even if they do get yeah. KD, the team is terrible. I looked at that roster. What are they coming today. there looked, for? The good thing that the Knicks did is they got rid of a lot of caps. Like, they got a lot of cap space, like what you said. Like, they created a lot of mm-hmm. space, and they got rid of a lot of bad money. The two worst contracts they had on their books were that Courtney Lee and... Um, Tim Hardaway contract. Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah. After they got rid of Noah. I mean, yeah, after they got rid of Melo, which was a while ago. No, uh, Noah. Joe Kim Noah. Oh, Noah. Noah's, by the way, still, uh, he's still, they're still paying him $18 million mm-hmm. this year. And I think like four or $5 million next year and for the next three years. <laughs> so that's incredible. Gotta give it yeah, up to the was, Knicks. Woo. That was rough not one. good. That was not ideal. I'm trying to find some numbers on. So the Knicks. Um, they're saving seventy four million dollars mm-hmm. for next year. So that's a lot of money. It's a lot. That's of That's a lot of money. But you also got you rid of your basically. Best <laughs> yeah, you you got rid of your best player for cap relief. Mm-hmm. Is what happened. Mm-hmm. If he comes back healthy, I absolutely love this move for the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. I think it is a fantastic move. The pick and roll with Luca and KP is deadly. I really like that. And it's a really because you can do pick and pop, you can drive. You know, they were looking to get rid of Dennis Smith Jr. because he didn't really fit with Cape or with uh with um Luca that well. So I think that's a great way for them to get off that. They got rid of DeAndre Jordan, so their team's automatically a little better than it was before because he was playing terrible. <laughs> yeah, but he's a. He's, I know Jade. He's a one-year contract, though. I know, but still, like, they're they're obviously trying to win right now. There's some reports that KP might be able to come back after the All Star break. Seems like his knee has been doing pretty well, uh, so we'll see about that. Uh, I, hope- I mean, Hunter Henry played seven months after he tore his ACL. Mm-hmm. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so KP could come back. If I were them, I I would maybe wait a little bit. But I think that's a good way for them to get off Dennis Smith Jr., who had some concerns about his health too. You know, he's not always been an absolute stud when it comes to uh you know injury. So that and you know what they got a good score. I don't like Hardaway Jr.'s contract. Mm-hmm. And they don't like him as a number one scoring option, which was what he was forced to do. Yeah. But he's a good scorer. I mean, yeah. as a number three option, yeah. I'm not mad at all at Hardaway Jr. I mean, when KP comes back, it will be Tim Hardaway Jr., Harrison Barnes, who's a, a actual NBA player. No, he's like good. Who fits he's his role. He's good. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Luca, 
KP. That's I like it. that a no, lot. No, but they have literally nothing else. That's it. That is no, that is it. Nothing else. They have no picks. They have but no players. They just but they have no one on contract. They got 12 too, so. No, they got 12 million dollars that and they can exception. turn into a player. Yeah, trade true. exception. They better use it. That, I don't know who they're going to get. 12 12 mils. You're getting a decent player for 12 oh, mils. For sure. Come buyout time? Say that again? So, come buyout time? I mean, I don't see why they can't well, sign a, a decent. So that means they'll be like taking on a contract, not necessarily yeah, through. Yeah, true. But like they'd have to do a trade for it to work out. But that's still a lot of money. They just don't have anyone Shit, who's worth mil. anything. No, they really don't. Bray is out. But hey, man, like that's a that's a pretty strong five. I know they have no bench relief, but no, I mean none. I mean they have like the slowest bench of all time. They have a uh, Giannis's brother, so maybe that'll give him some time. Costas Antetokounmpo. It's always good when you got Antetokounmpo on your team. Yeah, they're like I don't his know. brother's we'll good. Get him, up. get him on the squad. <laughs> they got Dirk. Dirk. It's not more like minutes. they had. It's not like they had depth before. No, this trade though. You yeah, know but what now I mean? They have no way this... of getting depth in the future is is unless they buy it, right? Which I guess they're willing to do. Well, they'll buy it. Yeah. Which yeah, exactly, <laughs> and. Players, I think, are willing to come to that team maybe for a little less money because one, no income tax, and two, Best you have you two said. young stars, huh? Mm-hmm. Best thing you've ever said. People love talking about in- income tax. Hey, man, it's it's not a main factor, but you you add that you, with the fact that you have Luca and KP, who you can. Tim Hardaway Jr. and Courtney Lee are going to come off the books eventually. And when they yeah, do, it's like three or four years though. It's a while. What? How old is K? I know KP. He he signed his thing, so it's only. A, so, huh? I'll pull up so the contracts. So KP, KP, he's gonna be signing the what's it called? The uh, it, where he's only there for a year. A one plus. I don't one. know the thing. No, it's not one plus one. It's it's not. He'll a sign the French the restricted ten tender. I think. Yeah, something. Sheet. Their offer sheet. Yeah, I so I don't know. So he'll be there a year. But I mean, if I'm him, why wouldn't he want to stay more? Mm-hmm. Uh, so KP and Luca are going to be around for a bit. Those guys will come off the books. Harrison Barnes will come off the book. Like they'll be able to do stuff. And it seems like their management is doing really smart things. Trading up to get Lucas seems to be a great idea. I agree. That was a great idea. We'll find out about this Kristaps thing, but so far it seems like it's a pretty... And they, they're they not making this trade if they don't feel good about his knee knee recovery. Yeah, well... Let's be honest. Knee injuries today are not the same thing they were 10 years ago. Like ACL injuries, they recover much better than they used to. Yeah, it's kind of old hat. Like... it. You just assume someone comes back to full strength after an ACL. You don't see this ruin people's career or even diminish it at all. Mm-hmm. People come back just as good. I mean, yeah. you see Boogie. Boogie ruptured his Achilles. People always said that was like one of the worst injuries you could possibly have. Like he's not a hundred percent, but what's he playing at? I don't know, seventy right mm-hmm. now, and it has it's been like a year. So. It, it they they definitely made this move thinking that yeah his uh, knees in good shape. So from what I see here, Tim Hardaway is on the books through twenty twenty one. 
so he basically has two years and then a player option for the third year. So he's this year, mm-hmm. next year, player option. That's uh, <laughs> that's a little bit. Not great. That's not great. <laughs> but Courtney Lee is two years, 12 mil. So he's this year and next year, which is fine. Yeah, so whatever. Fine. Yeah, it's okay. That's, that's what happens. That's a salary filler right there. So I guess... Yeah. Well, so when you're talking about KP's injury, I agree that that's not the biggest of deals anymore. Uh, we see people come back and they'd be okay. So that's something I don't think about. From the Dallas perspective, they didn't give up a lot because the players that they gave up just aren't very good. Like, so they gave up Wes Matthews, Wes Matthews, uh, DeAndre Smith Jordan, Jr. and Dennis DeAndre. Smith, yeah, Dennis Smith Jr. Still waiting to see, but the Knicks could have had him. They could have drafted him over Nicky Kina, Nilly Kina. Jeez, Nilly Kina, Nilly Kina. Who Frankie smokes? DeAndre Jordan's been very mediocre. Um, Wes Matthews hasn't been good since he that tore his Achilles. Was really nice of you to say that. He's been bad. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's DeAndre been Jordan bad. has been bad. Oh, DeAndre Jordan. He's okay, been bad. yeah. They've both just been not good, right? So those are two. Just basically just cap fillers. Um, Dan Smith Jr., yes, is a prospect, but I don't love him, and I don't see him being a very efficient player in the NBA. Like, he does some things well, but I don't think he does the right things well, and I don't think he's big enough to be the ball handler, ball-dominant scoring guard that that makes all the decisions, like Harden would be, for example. Like mm-hmm. he he needs to be bigger to be able to take the pounding. He's already had injury problems in the past. Um, he has, he's already got nicked up in the NBA too, I think, uh, from what I remember. So I don't love that. But the two picks later worry me. The unprotected one worries me, and then the protected one doesn't bother me as much, especially since it's in like five years. And if it all goes to fruition, the Dallas Mavericks will be good. But if it doesn't, that's really scary because you leverage your entire future. Like, even though you have young players, say, you have no way to get better. I wouldn't say entire future. It's it, not like the Brooklyn Nets. Right, because it's young players. I get that. It's young players, and it's not like three consecutive year. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's yeah, they not, broke it up a little. They broke it up. It's spaced out a little bit. They still have the 2022 pick, I think. I don't know their yeah. pick situation. Um, they might have given that up already. Yeah, and they could because that's kind of what they do. Um, but I, at we'll least see, you man. used your picks though for something good. Like I'd rather you use your picks on someone you already know is good than use your picks on someone who might be good. That's sometimes mm-hmm. a better move. Like Luka Doncic, get that use that other pick, move up a spot, get the guy you know is already good. MVP of the Euro League uh, has shown that he's almost an All Star in his rookie year, which is unheard of. He is an All Star. Did he already get? So they say he was an all-star? Hmm? Today. Oh, I'm well, pretty was... sure. Almost positive that he is officially an all-star. Him? Guess who is a freaking all-star in the East? <laughs> Please, tell me. Let me hear. He was a early draft pick. He played for a team that was purple and gold, and then he got traded to a not-so-great franchise who's kind of owned by Jay-Z. D'Angelo motherfucking Russell is yeah. officially an all-star. Well, he's, like, kind of good. He is, year. but if that tells he's you... He's a little anything, forgettable, I, but... 
Uh, so, dude, so random. So uh, he's Luka taking Doncic's Victor Oladipo not, spot. Luka Doncic is not an uh, All Star. Really? I yep. swear, I just saw that he was an All Star. I just see All Star snub question mark Maz rookie Luka Doncic not among the seven Western Conference. Blah blah blah. But who knows? We'll have like seven people that are like injured, and he'll make it on the roster, like last year. True. Yeah, I mean that's what happened with Victor Oladipo. Right. Which pours him out for Victor Oladipo. Yikes. Oh, he didn't make the All Star game. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, right. misread. No, it's all good. But, but he's a rookie. D'Angelo Russell is kind of like a forgetful player. Like. I don't care much about him, nor do I think he's that great. Like he's pretty good, but he's not a needle mover. When I went to see them play, um, Spencer Dimwithy was a freaking needle mover. Needle mover. He really changed the perspective of the game when I went to. It was him them against Washington. Um, and when they're he came in, the, terrible. What? Washington's terrible. They're not terrible. It's kind of crazy. Oh, I know. Yeah, Brooklyn's like okay. Well, Dinwiddie's like legit. Like he comes in the game and you can feel his presence. Like he controls the ball. He he does a lot of really good things. He looks like Dr. J. Like he's great. I'm big Dinwiddie fan. Dude, Karis LeVert too is pretty good. D'Angelo Russell's been playing well. Uh, Jared Allen is good. Like I like Jared Allen. They're, like legitimately think me he's too. Like, pretty decent he also he's will, a good rim running center yeah he'll also like try and block people which i respect yeah meet me at the summit <laughs> dude <laughs> wait who did i see oh i think it was yesterday it was oh freaking okay shout out to the guy from gonzaga the oh my god who's it on portland frazier gonzaga oh john john collins or josh collins nope <laughs> No, I know John Collins, but he's the other one on Portland, Zach Collins. Zach Collins, there it is. Dude, Zach Collins. It was a Collins name. Dude, he freaking met Rudy Gobert at the summit. (laughs) He freaking, freaking, I I respect the hell out of that boy. I love that. He went for it. He freaking actually blocked him and they called him for a foul. It was so sad. Love it. Dude, I I hope he's good. Zach Collins like has some potential. I I totally get that you love them, and I know why is because you're the same type of player, dude. You will always, <laughs> always go for the block and the defense in a pickup YMCA basketball game. I once saw Max got dunked on so hard it literally ended the game. <laughs> this kid had about six inches on Max and was about. Five years younger and had a 40-inch vertical, and Max was like, all right, the kid caught the ball, so there was a bad impound pass. The kid caught it. Max was like, oh, here we go, and the kid <laughs> just just yammed it, and it ended the game. Well, I don't so respect- I get why Max is love. Let me tell you- I respect the hustle. Let me Leave it on the court. Was. My response was, I had to do it. I had to try. It was game. You I did. try. And you it know happens. what? People like you don't get enough respect because you got fucking balls. You tried. A lot of kids these days, they don't know what it means to have freaking cojones. If you get crossed up, if you get dunked on, you know what that means? It means you're trying. That means you're hustling. That means you're playing defense. Kids just don't want to get exposed nowadays. But I'm telling you, that's the way you should play because... You know, every once in a while, you make that defensive, you make that steal, you make that block. So that's how you should play. But 
I just had to. I, I get it, Max. I totally agree with you. Dude, shout to Zach Collins. Shout to our boy Jared <laughs> Allen. Shout, shout out to our Max. boy Dunked on like me. Because <laughs> that's the thing. You'll get some blocks sometimes, but you'll get dunked on. That's how it goes. That's how it is. That's hey, how it be like that sometimes. That's how the hustle is. And sometimes uh, you get the steal and you win the game. I'd rather have those <laughs> exactly. kind of guys in your team. Those are the teammates you want. Mag's all-star teammate. All-star teammate. You know who's May? Or He's got May bad not? hips to show for it. <laughs> bad, real bad hips. <laughs> real bad hips. Still working, nursing a back injury right now. So that's always fun. Um, let's Between let's, the two of us, we're like 140 years old. <laughs> My back doesn't seriousness. work at all. Your like back zero. doesn't work. I can't I, even go in a my drive. My heart's all fucked. Yeah, you got shingles like a seventy-year-old. I got shingles. How old am I? I got freaking. Ching- I go to the doctor. <laughs> I was like, I was pretty sure that I had shingles. I go to the doctor. I'm in my freaking gown. She literally walks, turns the corner, sees my back, goes, "Yep, you got shingles." It was <laughs> the fastest I've ever had a diagnosis ever. It was almost instantaneous. I was like. Why did I come in? She's like, that's the most clear-cut case of shingles I've ever seen. I go, oh, okay, thanks. And then I gave him my money and then left with medicine. <laughs> How you doing? You all right now? Shingles good. Uh, still don't know what's going on with my heart, but it's whatever. That, I learned that I really shouldn't drink coffee. That sucks. Super depressing because I love coffee so much. Dude, join the dark side. The still me with, gonna the, drink the side it. with no drinking of coffee. That's me. I'm come to still tea. gonna drink come, it. Come to the tea side. No, don't hurt yourself. Drink some tea. Dude, tea still has caffeine in it. Barely. I can see barely. Barely. <laughs> Shout out to that freaking meme from 2013. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the the Dallas Mavericks trade. We've talked about it from a lot of different angles. Mm-hmm. Who do you think won this trade? Who do you like uh, coming out of this trade? You, I have a hard time saying the winning side is the team that I'm unsure what they're receiving. I know what the Mavs got. So I got to say the Mavs, because the best thing that happened for the Knicks was they created two max cap spaces. I don't know who they're going to fill that with. So I have to say the Mavs, they have a good young core. I think not only are they two potential, I mean, KP's already being an all-star, but I think they fit really well together. Um, that's mm-hmm. going to be a really nice pick and roll. You know, KP can pick and pop. He can pick and run to the basket, be a rim runner. Uh, they both have length. Um, KP, he's a good defender. He still need to put on weight, but he's young. I think they could really grow and be a, a, a young nucleus that you can kind of grow your team around. So, uh, I'm, I'm definitely going the Mavs. Yeah, I am going to agree that I'm going to go with the Mavs. I think they got better out of that deal because they got the best player. And they didn't give up a crazy amount like of future stuff because the only thing they really gave up future-wise was Dad Smith Jr. and the two picks. Couldn't care less about the other two. Couldn't care less about the other two players. They mean absolutely nothing to me. The Tim mm-hmm. Hardaway is better than those other two players, so that's good. He's not great, but he still fits as a two-guard. You know what I mean? And you can give Luka Doncic mm-hmm. the ball, which is the best part of this trade. For the Knicks perspective, I don't 
think they did that bad though. Like I think they could have done worse. I think that situation with Kristoff is soured. I, I think that was, I think that was kind of writing what's on the wall. He was going to leave at some point. So I wish they would have done their due diligence and actually reach out to more teams or at least made it seem like they reached out to more teams. Cause from a PR perspective, that doesn't look great. But what they got was a young prospect, another point guard, which they have a freaking bajillion of now. They have Moutier, who I think leaves next year. Um, they have Nilikina, and then they have Dan Smith Jr., who all basically play the same spot. So, I mean, I don't know. Nilikina is going to play more two guard now, I think. But it's just they have a lot of redundancy and assets. The thing that I do like is they got more picks for the future, and they got rid of some cap hits that they weren't going to be able to use that were doing nothing for them. They had them on their team and they were losing a ton of games. So it's, it was worth giving them up. So yeah, they get rid of their worst player or their best player, but they got something back that is pretty decent. And I like how they got an unprotected pick. Unprotected picks are kind of un, unseen today. Yeah. It may not be great. So it's just a roll of the dice. So my biggest problem with the trade for the Knicks, though, is they're doing this all on the assumption that they're going to get max contract players and get better quicker. And I don't think that's going to happen. I don't trust them to get better players with that cap space. I think they're going to use it on contracts that they shouldn't, and uh, they're going to still be bad. So they did a good job getting assets, but what they're going to do with those assets, I just I don't trust. They've proven that I shouldn't trust them. Yeah, and they could, in all seriousness, all seriousness, their roster next year, their starting five could look like Kyrie, Frankie, KD, Zion, Kevin Knox. They could. That is a possibility. Yep. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll uh, see. Should be interesting. Um, but still, so, okay. I, I have to ask you this. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's any possibility that the Knicks leaked Kristaps disdain for the organization in order to make him look worse when they've been trying to do this trade all along, do some trade all along? Oh, conspiracy Fraser. Um, I honestly do. But I want to hear your thoughts. So do you think this trade was already put in place before they leaked that? I think they might. I think they've been shopping him. I well, think I agree with that. I don't I don't know if this trade was in place, but I wouldn't be surprised if something like this was in place. Do they um, think that his knee injury is worse than we know? I don't know. Um, That's what I'd be concerned about. He wanted to come back and play. So I don't think his knee injury is that bad. I don't know. I don't know, KP. I don't know what his knee is like. I don't know his doctor. I don't know anyone in the NBA. Uh, Just as a casual observer, it seems weird that all this KP slander comes at a time when they just happen to have this deal. It, the timing seems too crazy. He mm. didn't even request a trade. 
No, he didn't even request a trade. He didn't really even quick. request a trade. That's the craziest shit about it. He said that he didn't like where it was going, and all of a sudden, he got the boot. What? That's crazy. That's crazy. Dude, Eric Bledsoe, when he's like, get me out of here, it still took him a bit to get traded. It took him like a year. Anthony <laughs> Davis said he's not coming back and wants to get, and he's gone. Like, and he's still there. Like, it's crazy. It's seriously so crazy. 45 minutes. How is there not more haggling? You know what I mean? Like, dude, I take way longer than 45 minutes to decide what beard trimmer I'm going to get. And that has no impact on my life. <laughs> You're pretty much Frazier. starting over. You take longer dumps than that trade took. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, if the timing's right, I'm feeling like I got a poo. Might take if I got a poop and it's a, it's a lazy Sunday and I got a full battery, you damn straight I'm going to take more longer than that. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. <laughs> it's seriously like that's the weirdest thing that I was like, oh, this is kind of funny. Oh, Max and Charlie talking about how the NBA is all about rumors and gossips and literally 30 minutes later just deal being finalized with we're like what it was so fast it was so fast it happened so fast it happened so fast gotta love it all right do you want to move on do you want to move on to the person who actually requested a trade anthony davis sure i'm so fired up about this still that like (laughs) yeah we'll go on i'll I'll carry it over we got to carry it over (laughs) fraser are you fired up about what it could happen to anthony davis he's a top three best player in the league Back-to-back years in MVP race, he's like a top three guy. Yeah, I mean, the only thing is is this might get dragged out for a little longer. Um, There's kind of been talks that the Lakers currently have five. They have multiple different trade offers. Not in, but like out there. No, they're in. The Pelicans. They're sent over to the Pelicans. Are they sent? Is that how it works? I mean, They're sent to the Pelicans? No. Is that how it works? No, they got to send a sheet of paper. They got it's like a fax. Yeah, you got it. There's more, but he they've offered mm-hmm. Kuzma, phone calls. Lonzo, Ingram, Zubats. That's literally all their young assets, but no picks. I think in a pick, <sighs> that's a king's ransom. That's all. Well, I mean, that's all of it. That's that's Dude. the team. That's all yeah, of them. That, I think if you're the Pelicans, you have to do that. There's no guarantee you're getting any of those guys to stay, but but maybe it's not for guaranteed any of them are that good. Okay, no, like no Ingram is Ingram's decent. No one knows, but dude, I mean, you already know your guy's gonna leave. You're getting Ingram, who's decent, he's 21. Mm-hmm. Kuzma, who's shown he can be a good scorer. Lonzo, I don't think we've had enough time to really decide. Yeah, we don't what know he's yet. Gonna with him. be yeah. We don't know, and Zubats is this young dude who has okay, been getting I his like playing Zubats. time. Has been playing. Well, dude, it's like it's a lot of decent. That's something you could do, or you could piece together. You could do something. Yeah, but that's five. That's f- five quarters. Yeah, you know I mean that's because <laughs> that's five players or whatever. One, two. No, it's four players. Yeah, that's that's four quarters for a dollar trade, and, and those never really work. Like those no, never work for the quarter. But- 
unless you're the what? Denver Nuggets a few years ago, that trade for Carmelo Anthony actually kind of worked for the Nuggets. Yeah, because two well, years the later, deal. They made, yeah, he was gonna leave. They're mm-hmm. like, whatever, we'll get something, and sometimes that's what you have to do. Uh, I mean, but, but I think from the Lakers, I don't the, think that's what you do. Well, for the Lakers, you better hurry up and do something because I think if this waits until the summer, which is what I think they should do if you're the Pelicans, mm-hmm. uh, then it gets real murky because a lot of other teams can get into the mix. But yeah. do you th- do you think that those four players from the from the Lakers are enough? They bring With better get like Mirtich or something back too. Oh, if I'm the Lakers, yeah. You got to get Anthony dude, Davis if I'm and the Lakers. Yeah, you'd have to get something like that. But, dude, that's kind of scary if I'm the Lakers. AD and LeBron, that's pretty unstoppable. But your supporting cast, Rondo, JaVel McGee, uh, Lance Stevenson, like, that's not Josh good. Hart. Josh Hart, who you love. No, he's just um, decent. I mean, he's just like a rotational NBA player. He's like Danny Green. I don't know. I would have loved to see LeBron with some young guys. I I would love to see them try to like keep some of those young assets and wait wait one year when you can sign people. They have cap space. Yeah, that's when you need to start making moves is next summer. Yeah. I don't know. If you're the Lakers, you're kind of stuck in a weird like maybe if we don't get AD now, maybe we'll miss out on him. Uh, you know, they'll basically miss the out on because the Celtics. Huh? Do you want to explain to people why the Celtics can't trade for him right now? Because that might be kind of confusing. Yeah. So the reason the Celtics can't trade right now is because they signed Kyrie, or they traded Kyrie. Some weird thing because they have Kyrie on the roster, they can't have two max contract guys. Yeah. Who contracts came from other teams or something like that. They can't have right? two max contracts, basically like that. There's a, there's a reason why they can't get him is because they have Kyrie. The Derrick Rose. If they had Kyrie. The Derrick Rose rule, as it's called. Oh, really? Yeah, if they traded yep. Kyrie, then they could have him. Sure, fine. Um, if they waited until the summer, they're able to do it because Kyrie will be an unrestricted free agent this summer. So, the Celtics have a lot of assets, so if they waited till the summer, they could basically give up the house for Anthony Davis. Like they could give up picks, 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 young players, Jalen Brown, um, Jason Tatum. Tatum. They can give up a lot of stuff. It, I'd argue that those are better assets than anything the Lakers can give up. So it's tricky for the Lakers because they really do need to do it if they're going to do it at all. Because I think that um, Anthony Davis is going to be spending more time on the Celtics if they wait. Yeah, if you're the Pelicans, it, it behooves you to wait. Um, you know, it's in your best interest to wait and get multiple. Right now, there aren't too many suitors for Anthony Davis. You can't get all the assets that you're looking for for the Pelicans. So we'll see, man. It's super interesting. It was way more interesting until this KP uh, Mavs thing dropped, <laughs> but still really intense. I mean... Uh, he he's putting up Kareem numbers before Kareem got traded. He's a stud. Or Kareem, yeah, yeah, Kareem, yeah, yeah, stud. You know, top three MVP vote getter. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, yeah, crazy, crazy year. 
So do you think NBA, NBA is, is going to be traded before the deadline? We'll see. No, do we'll, you think? We'll see. Predict. I need to hear a prediction out of you. Yes or no? Do you think? No. That makes me sad. I know the Pelicans haven't shown anything for me to trust them. They haven't done anything for me to believe that they'll make the right decision. Uh, but I think they, they'll make the right decision and not trade him and wait till they can get uh, multiple teams in on the, the offers. Took the words out of my mouth. I don't think it's going to happen because what the Pelicans should do is just shut Anthony Davis down. Be like, you're not playing. And wait for the league office to tell him you have to play him. <laughs> like, Do what they did with um, Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe, when he was on the Suns, they, they were like, oh, he's, he's injured. He's just... He's not playing, but he was like totally healthy, like dunking and stuff like in practice all the time and like was perfectly fine, but they were tanking and they knew he wanted to get traded and they just shut him down. They're like, you're not injured anymore. So we're just shutting you down. Anthony Davis has gotten nicked up a lot. Um, I wouldn't say he's injury prone, but I'd say he just gets banged up pretty frequently. So you shut him down. You take a bunch of offers and you write those down in your notebook. You say we we can get this, and we'll look at you again in the summer. We're uh, we're sorry, but we just don't think your offer is good enough. We think we can get some better somewhere else. So we're gonna wait, and uh, you lock it in in a way that you don't lose that original offer. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. And that offer's I, not going I anywhere. Think... That offer's not going no. anywhere because this summer, even if Anthony Davis gets injured. In some way, I still think he'll be worth a max contract somewhere. Like, injuries today aren't as big as injuries in the past. So, Wesley Matthews still got a giant contract. Uh, Boogie, his was more, I think, attitude than it was injury, to be honest. But he also had well, Achilles, his, so. He was Achilles, and he, I don't think he could get signed for a much a one-year deal that big, right? I don't know. I don't remember the specifics, but I just remember yeah. that he couldn't get a very big deal. It was a couple things put together, whereas I think Anthony Davis, like, he's going to still be worth a lot regardless. So that trade... That's another free agent. Yeah, Boogie's going to be a free agent next year. And I think the Lakers, if they do trade for um, Anthony Davis, they could still sign another max player next year, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. So that's what they're looking to do. They're probably trying to get Kawhi. They're probably trying to get... Uh, Boogie. I mean, Anthony Davis has played with Boogie, but Kyrie, Kyrie, uh, freaking. Oh my gosh, what's his face is so annoying. The Cleveland guy. No, the um, Windhorse, Brian Windhorse. He's always saying shit like you never heard it before, and he's he's always got the best new hottest thing you've ever heard. Yo, you know what? I'm gonna break. I'm gonna I'm gonna break your brain right now. I'm going to tell you something. I kind of so like Windhorse. Oh, he's so frustrating sometimes. Dude, I don't think you're so cool. He thinks he's so cool sometimes. Ugh, it's I don't know if he thinks that. I don't know, man. Maybe he, he does. I kind of like, I kind of like, he's kind of growing a man. He used to think he was just like a LeBron lackey, but I think he actually is like pretty insightful. He's insightful, but I think he thinks he's hot shit and it's a little extra sometimes. I know oh. what you're referring to is the low post when he was like, "I'm should I blow it up now?" Yeah, but but he's done that so many times. He does it all the time. He always is like, "Yeah, I'm gonna talk real quiet, like I'm super important and I know some epic <laughs> shit." Because if you talk like you know something in a very direct and important manner, it sounds like you know shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, that's annoying for <laughs> it's sure. It's annoying, dude. It's like, just change your dictation so you're a little more interesting. 
Yeah, I think we just have a hard time with like vocal fries and like <laughs> with what? Voice stuff like vocal fry, like I like press sex, like oh, like that's <laughs> a vocal fry. I can't do any of them. I have weird problems with voices. Yeah, I think I do too. <laughs> I think we have issues, Fraser. Yeah, I like I'm walked away from it. a conversation one time because someone's voice was too high pitched. I like worked my way out of a conversation. Is that bad? Is that mean of me? I was like, I literally can't listen to your voice. It's definitely intolerant of you, but I I understand it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, you know, okay. Another thing ESPN has been doing, we'll get back to the trade in a second. Uh, They're attaching other reporters to Woj bombs as a strategic move to try and bring and shed light to other reporters so that Woj doesn't get all the shine. Oh, really? Yeah. So you look on um, Woj's Twitter woge twitter let's look at and see who else he's been like he'll he'll do like a multiple people story or so here's a co bylined with zach lowe and assist Mm. from brian winhorst um espn sources with ian begley um ramona shelburne sources tell ramona shelburne um so they're bringing in all these other espn personalities into the woge twitter timeline to try and boost i think these other personalities because woge's twitter is so important to nba that they're using reporting with zach Lowe and ramona shelbert in a meeting management today nick's forward chris Porzingis expressed his concern with losing they're literally injecting these twitter handles to us on purpose like you have to read kind of smart like it's very intelligent but people don't read behind this that's a it's a strategic ploy to try and boost these other Twitter handles uh, and these other personalities and these other NBA people um, to try and increase their shine in a uh, organic way. It's pretty brilliant, but it's also real sneaky, like real, real sneaky. Yeah. In my opinion, from someone who like understands marketing a little bit. I would say you understand marketing as someone who is professionally marketing <laughs> i try i try but i'm just saying like that's it, it's not just circumstance that they're doing this and i don't think his twitter was like this in the past it was much more direct like he's being very direct about this not just sources say but he's also co- co-reporting things so i think that's interesting mm-hmm. well it, hey man i'm pretty locked into nba news and i am so be. It, you know, part of it is if, it, it, in due to the fact that I get Woj alerts. You, you have know? to. Woj bomb is a thing. That's like a noun. <laughs> Woj bomb. You know, or a verb. No, that's a that's a noun. It's a it's a tweet. Noun. Of epic proportion. Yeah. A Woj bomb. Woj bomb. Oh, dude, a Woj bomb just dropped. Like that is a thing. That's a vernacular, like that's some, something in people's vernacular. People mm-hmm. say Woj, but like <laughs> Wait, that's what, what's something. A, what's on Urban Dictionary, dude? I'm sure Woj bomb is on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> it's a thing. It's crazy. It's just, it's up there with like oh Venmo me this. Like Venmo Venmo me is a thing now. A breaking report made by a prominent NBA insider, Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN that comes out of nowhere to have a huge impact on the landscape of the NBA. Another yeah. Woj bomb just dropped. Apparently Sacramento Kings coach, this is all, <laughs> George Carl wants to trade DeMarcus Cousins to the Lakers. Holy crap. 
Well, it's kind of old. I love it. 2015, baby. Yeah. Urban Dictionary. There it is, man. But I'm, dude. So I understand. That's, I think that's a great move by ESPN to do that because they do have Zach Lowe is awesome. He's you know, really Jackie good. Jackie McMullen's great. Like they have some really good personalities. Uh, and then you see with all these media companies, they all retweet and stuff other people. But yes, I, I think it's a really smart idea to try to um, boost the other boost personalities. The other, yeah. All right, I think that's mostly increase it. exposure to the other other people is what they're trying to do. Totally. All right, I think that's enough for Anthony Davis because I I think nothing's gonna really happen. We'll talk more about it something and when something actually happens, because um, that'll be huge news. But um, let's move on to the last topic. Where did I write this all down? Uh, LeBron James, he's coming back from his groin injury tonight. So he'll be playing, I think, at the 1030 game. I think he's playing against the Clippers. So this is the one of the longest times LeBron's been out. Um, ever? Ever. No, he doesn't really miss. So He really never misses games, yeah. He's been out since Christmas. Um over a month. That that's mm-hmm. a long time for him. And they kind of need to see what the team plays like with LeBron cuz they didn't really get a ton of time to gel with a Rondo injury or Rondo suspension and the other injuries that were going on and stuff like that. So I wonder if these like couple of games are really going to be a test to see if they need Anthony Davis or like what would happen if they waited or how he likes playing cuz it LeBron James runs his team. He controls them. In a, in a way. I mean, a little less than the Cavaliers because he literally was like, yo, trade this dude. I need my guy, James Jones, on the squad. Bring my boy Mike Biller over here. Um, I don't like Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Get Kyrie out of here. Um, he had a lot of control, but it's a, it's a good thing for the Lakers because I think they need this time. I think it's important. Yeah. Good for, good for LBJ. Um, mm-hmm. Last story before we sign out for the night. Um, the Warriors, we have to bring in the Warriors because how would it be a podcast with us without talking about the Warriors, are on an 11-game winning streak, and the rest of their schedule looks ridiculous. Um, yeah. So right now, these are their next uh, – so many games. So tonight they got the Sixers, which is going to be a great game at 1030. So mm-hmm. you'll probably have heard of what happened already after. Then they have the Lakers, Spurs, Suns, Heat, Jazz, Blazers, Kings Rockets. So they could they could put a little stretch here together. They're playing great. Boogie Cousins is is like just fine. Re-energize he's, that team. Yeah, he's also just a center. I mean, that team has been lacking a center for a while and they had mm. no interior presence. Honestly, since Bogut left. Exactly. And Kevin Looney and like all these like Jamokes like Mhm. Guys I like, but they're just whatever. They're they're nothing. They're really. too light in the cakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it should be cool. They they might go on a Heat-esque run when, you know, LeBron was cooking with those guys. They they, they made uh, the 127 straight. Uh, it, I don't know. It's a fun time. Ba- basketball is really fun right now. There's a lot of really interesting storylines. Um, it, it's going to be interesting to see kind of how they all hash out. Um, All-Star weekend coming up. Uh, it's always a fun time. 
Um, hopefully they play some defense. Giannis doesn't know what the Pro Bowl is, but he says that <laughs> there will be more defense than in the Pro Bowl. Last so, year's uh, was actually really good too. Like last year's All Star game fun. was legitimately like pretty decent. Like it was better than years mm-hmm. past. And I think it's because guys like LeBron and KD showed to try right in the beginning. I think KD had a lot yeah. to do with it, honestly. Yeah, it was it was fun. I th- I think you know they're going to be airing the draft this year, so all that's going to be fun. Looking forward to it. Uh, can't wait to see how the rest of the season kind of hashes out. All right, we'll be talking more NBA and probably we'll talk about the uh, Super, Bowl Super Bowl in the next podcast. That's it for us. Frazier, got anything to say about Mr. Ballcaps? Yep, go check out MrBallcaps.com. Greatest selection of vintage hats and clothing out there on the market. All super reasonably priced, but if you use promo code TMOM, all, all, all caps, at checkout, yeah, you'll get 15% off and make that uh, extremely reasonable priced item even more reasonably priced. So uh, go check that out. Go cop yourself some new stuff for spring. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got to say. Also, go and follow us on all social medias. Go to the Master of Mediocrity. We got Twitter. We got Facebook. We got Instagram. Follow us on all social media platforms. Facebook's the most hopping for sure. Facebook? Yeah. Facebook's fun. We like Facebook. Um, great, great video highlights on Facebook. So if you ever want to see something interesting, like go there. But also, we have a Patreon. Patreon's the most important thing for us because it helps us pay for our SoundCloud fees and helps us give you the podcast that you guys all enjoy. So please go on there and please uh, help support your local podcast, uh, The Massive Mediocrity. Anything you donate really helps us. So if you could do $1, $5, anything helps. If you donate, we'll shout you out on the podcast and we'll talk about anything you want us to talk about. If you're a Knicks fan, you want to you know, cry about the Knicks. Come and cry get- live. Or you want to talk about crying cricket. We'll talk about cricket. If you want us to, if you want us to talk about water polo, we can get down some uh, Czechoslovakian water polo, whatever you want to talk about. We don't even care. Um, You give us some money. We'll talk about it. All right. That's it for us. Peace out. Have a good night. Peace out.